Hey, it's Kenny. Welcome to episode number six. I'm hanging out with Matt Beckwith, an active resident of Stockton, California. Stay tuned. Kenny, it's weird, man. It's like the last time we sat in this room, the Outback Studios, I was interviewing you from my podcast. <laughs> so it's cool. It's come full circle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I started a podcast Stockton, um, I think back in 2009. The idea was there's tons of people talking negative about the city, mostly people inside of Stockton. And uh, at the time I worked in the Bay Area and, and I heard a fair share of that out there as well. And, and I lived in this community and thought there's so much great stuff. There's so many great stories. It was all about the stories. And I had done a podcast, a couple of podcasts for a while before then, but decided, you know, I want to, I want to talk to people in Stockton. So originally started off doing restaurant reviews, business reviews, you know, interesting takes on the news, but quickly, I mean, even with episode one, um, it was about telling stories, interviewing people, maybe interviewing people that traditional media wasn't talking to so you know interesting bloggers or people doing interesting things in Stockton Mm -hmm. and uh, very proud of our run we went for about six years I think and a little over 100 episodes talked to lots of great people met some amazing people but you know the premise was it was the show all about the great life and you know you can you go to any community especially a community our size 300,000 plus people and you're gonna find the negative but I was purely focused on the positive and we got some slack for that. Like mm-hmm. everything's rose colored glasses. And I said, look, traditional media has a pretty good um, cover on the, the negative stuff. We're mm-hmm. going to cover the positive. So we never talked about crime. We never talked about um, the foreclosure uh, mess. We never talked about, I mean, we later in, in the years we, we dabbled in it, but really it was put our best foot forward what's the best stories about Stockton and man we had so many amazing people on that show and there's still lots of stories to be told so I'm glad there's people out there still doing it mm-hmm. so here with Matt Beckwith founder creator of podcast Stockton currently it's not on air but oh, maybe no. in the future maybe I, I don't know <laughs> I mean it's, it's been it's been a little over a year since our last uh-huh. show and uh, uh and, and podcasting that's a pretty long pod fade mm-hmm. but um you know, I, as you see, I still have, I still have the equipment. Still um, here. <laughs> I, um, uh, I, I don't know. I pro- probably not, but, um, but, uh, I said, I look back at those, those years and those hundred plus episodes, um, pr- pretty fondly. So what, what other organizations are you involved with in Stockton? Um, so I currently am a board member and a, a active volunteer with the Salkin Bike Coalition, um, been with that organization for um, I think uh, four years, and uh, we're a um, cycling advocacy and education nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our goal is to go throughout the county, but we're we just because of the size, we focus on a lot of stuff here in Stockton. I'm very proud of the work that we've we've been able to do with that organization, advancing um, cycling um, and, and active transportation, both from a um, activity standpoint through some of our activities, but also through um, you know, education and, and getting the word out around the bicycle master plan. Um, Carrie McNichol, our our board chair, was um, was instrumental in working with the city and the other agencies to to help shepherd that along. Um, so we're awfully proud of that work. Um, I also 
am, uh, along with my wife, a volunteer coach for the Stockton Stingrays, the mm-hmm. um, NBBA-sanctioned um, beat baseball team. Beat mm-hmm. baseball is a, um, a version of America's pastime played with blind and visually impaired athletes. So mm-hmm. uh, we've been coaching that group for a few years. We've been playing with them and hanging out with them for a number of years. In fact, I met them through the podcast mm-hmm. and then um, ended up uh, – doing some work with them and then now my wife and I and my daughter until she moved off to college was pretty active in that group as well. Mm-hmm. So why do you continue to live in Stockton? Man, that I love that question, Kenny. I always said I chose to live here. I mean, I grew up um I grew up two blocks from where we sit right now and then I moved to a couple other places in, you know, within California and then moved a couple places within Stockton. But I decided to come back and I decided to raise my family here. I mean, we have um, two daughters, we have two grandkids, and our, you know, they all live in Stockton. Our youngest daughter is off at school. Um, but we chose to live here. I chose to live here. I chose to raise a family here. It's a, it's a, it's a city I can be proud of. I mean, of course, the, if there was a national pastime of Stockton residents, it would be bashing Stockton. Which is this interesting dichotomy, It's especially for years I worked in the Bay Area and the East Bay, and people that live in Stockton bash Stockton. But don't you dare bash Stockton outside of Stockton, because we will jump down your throat. But we don't <laughs> jump down each other's throat when we do it. Right. Um, but I, again, I saw all the positive. I saw, you know, my kids went to school, um, started off at um, uh, Victory Elementary in Stockton Unified by Victory Park. And uh, my oldest daughter had a great time there. And then we moved to the uh, north side of town. And um, my kids went to Lodi Unified Schools on the north side and had had great experiences. And we have great neighbors. We have great experiences with, with you know, businesses in town. We love the restaurants. We love the, you know, lately there's more live music in town. And downtown's, you know, exciting again. And that's... You know, I can't imagine not living here, especially not just because we've invested years in this city, but there's tons going on and lots of great people. But you hear people say, well, there's a lot of crime. There's a lot of bad people. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you this story. I decided to do Podcast Stockton. The first idea was do a blog, was Blog Stockton, and that lasted about two weeks. And I said, I'm going to go back into podcasting because I had done podcasts before. Mm-hmm. I had some recording equipment. And I... Um, settled on doing some interview shows so i went out and bought a um a portable mic so i could use out in the field and then the day before i was supposed to do my very first interview i was interviewing uh, tom moshe used to be a local blogger um i was going to interview him and the, the day before that i was at work and um somebody broke into our house and cleaned us out Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't even f- fathom the amount of stuff that they took. Mm-hmm. Um, they came through our back door and ransacked the house. The uh, Outback Studios, where we sit right now, were um, demolished. They took laptop. They took uh, my recording equipment. They took my recorder that I was going to use the mm-hmm. very next day <clears throat> to start podcast often. Mm. Wow. Think about the, the... Think about that. There's some irony there. I'm going to do a show all about the great life in Stockton where we're only going to talk about the positive mm-hmm. and 
I was just a victim of a of a residential burglary. Mm-hmm. So that night I sulked and I said, I'm not going to do the show. I, I can't do this. This is this is why I can't do it. I just got robbed. And uh, I sent a message out to Tom and he said, dude, you still have to do it. Uh, suck it up. Go buy another microphone and let's do this. And I thought, he's right. Mm-hmm. He's right. And I'm not... I know there's crime. I, I, um, you know, what, where the neighborhood I live in has the last year has gotten better, but there was a spike of residential burglaries. I mean, mm-hmm. we have an alarm, we have, we have dogs, we have a big dog. That's, um, I think that helps us a lot, but we're not immune to it. Mm-hmm. We've had our vehicles broken into, um, so I'm not, I'm not blind, mm-hmm. but I'm also very aware that that exists in every city. Mm-hmm. Um, although I used to work in Pleasanton for a short while, and they used to always say there's no crime in there. And then um, there was a pretty heinous murder not too far from where I worked, and um, people stopped uh, stopped saying that. But <laughs> crime exists, and in the city of 300,000, yeah. crime exists. Do I feel safe walking down the street at night? Yeah, I just there look where I live there's a neighborhood bar and every yeah. once in a while we'll walk down to that yeah. neighborhood bar at night and what I've noticed too only thing that's real is the things that are negative if they're positive oh that's just rose colored glasses <laughs> that that's not reality but yeah. they seem to forget that reality consists of the good and the bad yeah and for some I think it's human nature too to it totally is. It's, it's easier to focus on the negative yep yep it's and, that jolt and Look, as long as I've lived in this city, I've experienced um, love and compassion and kindness. You know, one of the things that, you know, for all, for all of social media's ills in our community, man, look at how many groups there are about supporting people in Stockton mm-hmm. and the amount of love and support and compassion. It, is, it has become popular to be out and open with your love and compassion for your fellow Stocktonian. And that is incredible. That is something that we didn't have before social media. And, and even, I've noticed like even the political groups, either in the maybe some contention, but overall I do see yeah. a positive, like coming together of people from different sides yeah. for a common goal is to improve the city. Yeah, and that's, you know, um, I, I can't remember the quote, I wish I had a quote, but I had Michael Fitzgerald from the record on the show very early on in podcast talking days. Mm-hmm. And he, he was the one that kind of put it in my brain of thinking it this way that, um, again, people inside of Stockton talk trash, but don't you dare say it if you're outside of Stockton. Right. But also, you know, he was the one that kind of turned me on to this concept that, that we're, we're the scrappy town, mm-hmm. you know, we're not small, 300,000. And I, I think it should live up to that because for for a long time, even with the opening of the the restaurant downtown, what was the first one? Perry Gary's. Oh, this is such the, a bad idea because I think it should take advantage of being scrappy. And like I think a lot of people like that, especially the young. Yeah. Millennial, they like the scrappy. They don't want to live in Roseville. They don't want to live in the suburbs. They want to live in like in like an urban setting, yeah. and we have that. Yeah. And for I don't know why that Stockton does not take advantage of that scrappy reputation. I love the concept of being scrappy. Mm-hmm. Because Stockton gets, we get our teeth kicked in all the time, um, as a city, especially in the in the in the press. Uh, but again, from people even in Stockton. But but the fact that we still thrive, there are still people here that love this community. And I'm not talking about like the guy that filmed the video that said, um, 
you know, Stockton is wonderful. That guy is about as out of touch as oh. anybody I've ever met in my life. <laughs> right. Because he never left Brookside. I mean, I don't remember mm -hmm. the guy's name, but, you know, mm -hmm. he made that video and everybody's like, oh, see how great Stockton can be? Stockton is not the Stockton through the only the people who live in it's Brookside. It's not just Brookside. <laughs> I mean, there are so many parked uh, uh, pockets of Stockton mm -hmm. that are real Stockton, mm -hmm. that are real neighborhoods, yeah. that that's, you know, and, and I've, you know, I've, I've, um, I get to be the one to say I've seen every inch of Stockton because I've rode my bike on every single street yeah. in the city. And I've seen these pockets. I've talked to people. Now, some of these pockets I rode through fast early <laughs> in the morning. Um, but many of them, it's like people just came out and talked to you and kids waved at you. And, and that's the Stockton, the east side of Stockton, the south side You'd of Stockton. You'd be amazed how just talking with people, how it, it bridges that gap between yeah. different people. And I, I think that's the power of social media, like you were saying. Yeah. You see a lot of, you know, just people caring about each other. Here. When we, you know, it's it's overplayed that that, um, that being a melting pot is good. Mm -hmm. But I grew up in this city. I mean, right. I, I've lived here since I was five years old. I mm -hmm. moved away a couple times. But I have, I can't imagine living in an area where everybody looks like me, thinks like me, does the same thing as mm -hmm. me. Because I didn't, I didn't experience that. My kids didn't experience that. I grew up... In Stockton, in a time when our neighborhood had more Southeast Asian kids that were mm -hmm. new to the country mm -hmm. than we did anybody else. And, and same here. Yep. And there was that that presented challenges that we may not face today. Mm -hmm. But I'm a better person for it. I mean, my best friend um, growing up was from Cambodia, and mm -hmm. his grandfather was the last freely elected president of Cambodia, mm -hmm. who lived in Stockton until he passed away many years ago. And the parts that make Stockton great are the parts are the are because we're a melting pot. That yeah. thing that people say, but for us, it's what creates diversity and diversity in food, diversity in thought, diversity in activities. Mm -hmm. That most cities our size have, but they do a better job of, of I don't know if it's marketing is the right word, but they do a better job of wearing that out in the open. Where I don't think Stockton mm -hmm. does. So how do we move forward? How do we move forward as a city to improve? I luckily get to be the one, like many other people in the city, to sit on the sidelines and just, um, um, you know, be, play a Monday morning quarterback. Because I could never imagine doing anything in in public life or political life because that's, that's quite honestly, that's too hard. Um, but I, I've always said, everything starts from the top. You gotta, you have to have government people in elected positions that actually care about the city and not just not just their own advancement and we got to get jobs until we get jobs until we get um companies to to come here and get people to want to stay here mm -hmm. we're gonna have this cycle of people leaving and and you know we're as we record this um just yesterday the stockton scholar program was announced um with the seed of $20 million to help kids in Stockton uh, go to JCs and CSUs. Mm -hmm. And that's a, that's a great, that's a great step. I mean, even the, the court of posse foundation with their job ready program, mm -hmm. um, getting, you know, funding hundreds and hundreds of kids to go to, um, junior college and trade schools. Mm -hmm. Um, that's great. That's going to create a labor market. You know, it's the, the old chicken versus the egg, which came first, the jobs or the people to work those jobs. And at some point, we're going to need those jobs here. We're going to need um, uh, economic diversity where people can, people don't have to work, drive to the Bay Area. I mean, we've lots, lots of organizations, as you're very well aware, 
um, they're trying to get Stockton and Central Valley to be Silicon Valley 2.0 or 3.0. And there's the it's not going to happen because it just ha it hasn't happened. It hasn't there's happened. evidence of that. They're, they're, you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. And um, but that's what we need. We need we need some industry. We need some something to bring people to let people stay here because you know that's look at parts of our town where people get up at three o'clock in the morning and they drive to the Bay Area. It's hard to build a community when you have that many commuters and that getting people to stay here and um, creating more infill development, those things have a positive impact on crime as does cycling. And the more you get people riding mm -hmm. their bike to work and staying in their communities, that has positive impacts on economic development and on crime. And those are the things, you know, to me, it all starts with jobs, get, get companies to be here, um, start that momentum. And then we start to see that progress, you know, move up like a hockey stick instead of gradual. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for hanging out for this podcast. Yeah. Thanks for coming back to the Outback. Hey, thanks for listening. If you want to check out recent episodes, go to kennymccann.com slash podcast. Until the next one, take care. <laughs>